everybody. Welcome to Call to Action Live, our show where we oh. recap all the awesome things that happened with Schmodown this week and do some speculations about what we think is going to be happening next week. I am your host, Kelsey, and to my right is not the person that was on the thumbnail. We have Danny with us. How are you doing tonight? Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the girl, Danny Mac here. Hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a last minute change and I miss, of course, I miss Alex, but it's a good change. I mean, I love having my Danny girl here, too. Any of my girls, I'm good. It is a good change. So, Kelsey, I know that you're not familiar with TikTok, but there is um, this weird challenge on TikTok that's like, I just flipped the switch on them. Boop, boop. That's what Alex and I, Alex is also not familiar with TikTok. <laughs> but that is that is what we just did. We just flipped the switch on them. So said about you got me tonight. What's up, y'all? I promise there will be no Danny rants tonight. (laughs) We will try our best. We never know, though. There might be Kelsey rants tonight. There will be Kelsey. (laughs) The birth of a Kelsey rant is happening this evening. (laughs) We need that. That we need that. Gotta find something to rant about now. All right. Well, this has been a pretty interesting week. Uh, of course, we have less matches than usual because of the world being what it is right now. But they've been really great matches. And I am excited to talk about this week's match, which was who's the boss versus the odd couple. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's the second time they've gone together. We knew what happened last time. So I was super stoked to see what happened this time. You probably all know who I was rooting for. You know, hashtag Team Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like team action. So Kelsey's gonna do the Bateman hashtag, and I will definitely do the action hashtag because <laughs> the action army is still a thing, and we're still here, and all that good stuff. A lot of people in here in the comments right now just came over from the action guys stream, and all of that good stuff. So big shout out to everyone inside of the action army. Mm-hmm. So um, of course I was rooting for who's the boss because hashtag team action. Yes. Oh, I mean, like, I love the rock stars. I love Roxy. I love the odd couple. They're a great team. They're a solid team. If if things would have gone differently this match, I it would not have been surprised. But I just I always have my money on who's the boss because they're like one of my favorite teams right now. Oh, and but it was pretty incredible. So going into this match, um, they started off some kind of drama pretty early on. We had a challenge because of a one letter difference. First question. First <laughs> question and they challenged it i couldn't believe it like i could believe it in a way because of ben bateman and um his recent strategy that i think if most people are paying attention to ben and kind of understanding like what he's uh doing with these challenges and how he's utilizing them as as strategies and techniques inside of the game um i it's it's not a surprise that he did it on the first one, but like to shoot your shot that early, my dude was like, uh, and then it was gone. Yep, yep. It it made sense to me to challenge because I mean it was one letter difference, so like kind of the way the challenge went was just because it was considered quote unquote typo, right. but it was an entirely different name. Like it was a completely different. It was also another name that somebody has within the film industry. So you know what I mean? It's I, I feel like that ruling wasn't how I would have chose it. But it, what, no matter what happened, though, you're right. It rattled the odd couple. It did at least that much, and which has definitely been Ben's technique lately. Right. So, yeah. So it definitely wasn't a wasted challenge. I think it sh- they should have gotten their challenge back, personally. But, yeah. The, the, but off to an intense start for that match, for sure. I felt like the tensions were already kind of high 
between these two teams at that point. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I don't necessarily know where I stand on that whole situation, whether or not they should have uh, won the challenge or lost the challenge the way that they did. Um, because I completely 100% agree with you. Alba is a, a name that like is an actual last name. Like there are people who have that last name and, um, Elba is the actual last name of the person that they were asking for. And there's Mm -hmm. this question and this challenge is definitely going to go down into like the David O. Russell history and just be like one of those things inside of this mode and like the Jane Fonda, like the whole Jane Fonda situation Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I think the, the whiteboards will continue to have their controversy inside of the showdown. And I am always here for it, but, um, I'm also not anyone who ever feels like I have to challenge like what the judges say. Like I love debates mm-hmm. and I love listening to people things, but like if the, if, and it also could basically just be because, wow, am I actually Danny Rantine right now? Uh, <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> I already said before we started, I'm not going to Danny rant. I promise I won't Danny rant. And he is. Um, <laughs> I usually, I usually agree with what the judges do, and and this is the first time that I've ever felt like I don't I don't necessarily know where I would stand mm-hmm. with it. I think I would have been okay with either judgment behind it, but like it it, it is what it is, man. There yeah. we go. It is what it is. My and own then- I promise for the night. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then when we go into round two, uh, which was. Interesting round. First, we have, um, I believe they were first odd couple and they spun opponent's choice. So, what were they given? Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. <laughs> Which I have to, I thought was a pretty good play. I mean, Star Wars is such a deep category that, I mean, like, I feel like it's gotten a little, maybe a little bit better per se, but still for like, Snyder specifically, I could see that being a troublesome category. I feel like they did they did pretty well. Um, they did, but for it being the opponent's choice, so that was a surprise. I mean, not surprise per se, but you know, pleasant surprise. No, it, they did it well. being an an opponent's choice exactly a, a bigger surprise because if they would have like spun Star Wars on their on their second spin, I don't mm-hmm. think anyone would have um, exactly. reacted the way that they did in their, in that round because mm-hmm. it was an opponent's choice inside of the actual mm-hmm. match. Yep. So um, that was, I didn't, same thing. Like I didn't know how to feel about them getting Star Wars because um, <laughs> damn it, Jake. Um, I didn't, I don't necessarily know where, either of them stand on it but mm-hmm. if i had to take a guess i would feel like mark Draco at least has yes. a somewhat knowledge of star wars yeah that's how i felt too for sure but, and i also didn't get a chance to really see what was on the wheel like whenever kelsey and i were kind of getting ready for the episode and stuff like that we were talking about the match and um i did not react to it so usually matches that i don't react to i just have them on um in the background like i just plug them i have youtube premium so i just like plug them on into my headphones and then just like go about my day doing doing my stuff mm-hmm. and then like I'll go back and watch it later if I need to for anything so there was a lot of times where I wasn't really like like a lot of things in the match that like I wasn't aware of that Kelsey yeah. had to inform me I was like oh shit I really gotta go back and watch it <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely. I have to admit, I'm usually when I'm prepping for live, I watch the whole match. I take lots of notes and things like that. I am so freaking tired from ladies night last night that I did not do that this time. <laughs> I just really quickly like skipped through parts I'm like, okay, note here, note here. It's about as good as it's going to get. Cause yeah, because <sighs> last night was rough. Last night was so rough. If you have not watched our video from last night, prepare, walk out an entire day. It is nearly eight hours long. It's almost eight hours long. I believe it's almost an entire work day. We worked a whole shift. <laughs> Call to action. And that's what we do here. Yeah. It was so long, but it was all, I feel like it was good content. There's no like lulls. It was, we were was, all over the board. Mostly Harry lot, Potter. It was a lot of Danny rants and I really do apologize about that. Y'all. <laughs> but they were good Danny rants. You learned a lot. So. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, so go check that out if you need something to spend a day on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's why we're not at 100% right now, but we're going to do our best. All right. And then I already drew a blank on what category who's the boss got. So chat, if you can remind me. <laughs> but it was Spinner's Choice. I do that one. It was Spinner's Choice. Why do mm-hmm. I feel like it's sports movies? I don't think that that's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, chat, let us know uh, yeah. what they got. In yeah, what they chose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in their spinner's choice round because yeah. that's why I feel like it was sports. I, I Pixar. Pixar. That's right. That's what it was. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Everything just came back to me right now. They, <laughs> they chose Pixar, and mm-hmm. then I remember because I'm listening to it on my headphones, right? Yeah. So I'm also doing other things around, and I remember hearing Pixar, and then I remember having to stop it and go back to make sure that they didn't get opponent's choice. Cause like, Oh shit. Did they spin Pixar? Did they choose Pixar? Did I hear wrong? The fuck they chose Pixar. So uh, I had to go back and uh, just like re rewatch that actual mm-hmm. part of it because I just, I could not believe that they chose Pixar yep. and they did so well in that category. Yep. I was super stumped and, and um, that's I I don't think that I can ever really recall them uh, being uh, terrible at uh, Pixar or animation or Disney or family films or anything in that sort of category. But I don't ever really thinking that that's a strength for them or anything <laughs> that they would choose in a spinner's choice. I also did not get to see what was on the wheel. So I don't know mm-hmm. for sure, like what was on the wheel. What a, what great um, content creators we are. <laughs> we're tired. We're tired. We're extremely sleep deprived. This was an alley-oop. So uh, I apologize <laughs> for not having as much information prepared for y'all. That you should. But uh, my whole point behind that is uh, <laughs> I fucking hate how many times I say that. Um, uh, blurk, blurk. Um, this was a great match there. Yeah, it was. And uh, this actually reminded me of the little thing I want to talk about real quick, too, is, okay, so everyone's in quarantine right now. Right. Everyone is, all they're doing is watching movies. Like All the competitors, you, you know, if they have free time, they're watching movies. What new strengths are we going to see from people coming back when this right. is going? Like people are going to have new strengths because they're going to be like, "I have nothing to do. I'm going to watch this wheel slice all the way through multiple times." Because what else am I going to do? And I'm excited to see that because I think it's going to pop up a lot with things like people will have a brand new strength nobody knows about, and it's going to come into light, and it's going to be really cool to see that. Because 
no one knows it's coming. <laughs> very true. Do you feel like this Pixar category kind of like put that like into your mindset? Like, do you feel mm-hmm. like you'll see more of like yeah. Ben Bateman choosing rom-coms? Yeah, something like that. Exactly. Because clearly I I think that must Pixar must have been one of those studying and behind the scenes kind of thing and make it a strength strategies that so we didn't see it coming so there's gonna for sure definitely from who's the boss had been i think particular you're gonna see more of that you're gonna be like when did this happen (laughs) when did you become a pro with this category so it's gonna be cool i do have um i do have this theory for who's the boss Mm -hmm. and um ben bateman and his gameplay so if anyone has ever noticed that who's the boss? I, I I'm probably not. This isn't groundbreaking news. I'm sure that someone else has already stated this before. But uh, it like they're whatever they spin, they're picking the first category that they spin on. They don't do a second spin. They just go with the first category, and that's to to shut out like most of like what else is there, and to just kind of eliminate. Uh, those the possibility for opponent's choice or spitting on something that they're not strong in. But I do think that it's kind of like my my theory about we all know all of that. But my theory behind that is just kind of that they're kind not showboating. Like I don't want to use showboating or just kind of like just for wow classy Danielle for lack of a better term. Like just like pulling their dicks out and just kind mm-hmm. of showing off. And hot wonk on the table. Exactly. And it's like, <laughs> no, whatever we spin, that's the category that we're doing. And we're going to dominate in it because we just know movie trivia. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have one strength. We have all of the strengths. So whatever we spin, we're just going to fucking spin it mm-hmm. and then go with it. And I, I feel like for um, the past couple of uh, times that they've gone up there, like, that's that's what it's been. And I, I kind of love that. Mm-hmm. And I do, too. Great. Because I that's that's a fun way to go about the Shmoda. Like I'm just gonna spin this wheel and sit right back down because fuck whatever category comes up, I'm gonna kill it anyway. Yeah, I know. I love that attitude though. I think it's really you know just, it's cool to watch too. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, no matter what you get, you're gonna do it. And it's it's I think a cool strategy because it also you're right. It does hide weaknesses per se, unless you like. I mean, if you perform really badly on one, then yeah. But if you even at least do decently, they don't realize you were afraid of that category, if that makes sense. Correct. You know what I mean? Yep. So yeah, totally. All right. And so after that, uh, we go to round three. And this was a very, very interesting round because something happened with Snyder <laughs> towards the end of it that we're going to talk about. In a second, but I also didn't know that Kelsey had to inform me because again, I was just listening to the match and not watching the match. So I I cannot wait to see this. <laughs> Our, okay. So yeah, so it's like the final two questions uh, for who's the boss. So a uh, couple had pulled ahead into the lead after answering uh, their questions. And so it was just where we're writing on who's a boss to get their three and their five, I believe, or just their five. And Snyder, like, takes off his shirt and has this itty-bitty child size almost baseball jersey barely being held together by, like, a one or two buttons. Just sitting there. And it was it was not expected <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't know how people in that room on the table were not, like, just laughing so loud. Like, oh, I just can't. It was so funny. Well, there, there's new sound editors now, right? Yeah. Like, have a new sound department. So maybe they just had someone 
kind of um, edit all of that stuff out, which is amazing. But that I can't, I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, go back and watch because it's it's just so funny. It was and I see the it was a Cubs Jack uh, jersey too. So like the guy from Boston, Reds has a Cubs jersey, a Chicago jersey. On. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. That is funny. Oh, my gosh. Yep. But they pull it, and uh, who's the boss gets their five-pointer, so they end up winning 37-32, to 32, which that, that's a solid match. And as, like, Roxy pointed out in the post-match you know interv- match interview, it's like, that was a close match. They pulled them to put them to their final question, and they had opponent's choice, and the other team had spinners. So, like, they played very strongly. It just... It just didn't work out because pretty much probably because the wheel, the wheels, what did it? Yeah. So classic example of the wheel, not being somebody's friend, but it was a very close match and it was great. So um, Frank Johnish posted something somewhere. I can't remember exactly where at the moment, but um, he, he brought up that before this match happened, uh, he brought up the, um, what the what the ratios are i can't really exactly remember what it is like um like what it is between someone someone getting like a spinner's choice versus opponent's choice and mm-hmm. what the percentages of like them winning the match versus them losing the match mm-hmm. whether on uh them either spinning opponents or spinning um spinner's choice that's <laughs> that's the word that's, that's the word i couldn't find spinner uh, so that's a, that's a really, really cool thing to go back and look for. So please go and find that. I don't exactly know where it is right now. I just remember seeing it somewhere. And I can't remember if I saw it on Twitter, if I saw it on Facebook. Um, but that's a good stat to kind of go and look at, especially when it comes to this sort of situation when it, with this caliber of teams that we have playing, like who's the boss and uh, the odd couple. These are both teams that can get through mostly any category really like i mean look at what odd couple did with star wars they kind of really maneuvered through that and also understand how to play the game and and do things like that so i do think looking at finding that stat and those percentages and like what it means like when Mm -hmm. these teams spin these choices and what what the outcome comes out from that so definitely check that out yeah for sure and speaking of whipping your hot wonka and throwing it on the table oh god we have (laughs) here i am it's me it's me what's going on guys kelsey alex nice to see you (laughs) oh so yeah we're gonna start start arguing this Yes, I want to see Danny and Paul argument. This was supposed to be a short episode, but if, you want, if y'all want to see an argument between me and Paul, that will last a couple of days. Uh, <laughs> Paul, all right, our arguments. So what I missed. All right. Well, we were just finishing up talking about this week's match with Who's the Boss versus the Odd Couple. Any thoughts on the match oh, overall that you want to talk about? Match. Great match entirely. Such- I love this rivalry quite a bit. Um, I, I do. I've seen play again. Um, not the Iron Man style match that they called out at the end. I'm not. I'm not a big Iron Man guy at this point, mm-hmm. unless it's for a special occasion, like maybe for a special type of match. Like a, I wouldn't mind like a Ben versus Drew Tom Cruise Iron Man type match. That's kind of a because that's a yeah. fun little gimmicky match. But like for a regular, just a eh, I, I prefer the gamesmanship of the actual game. Is that's why the showdown is a game. 
Uh, you have to learn all the rules, the play. Mm-hmm. It's just otherwise, it's, it's just it's just bar trivia to me. So, mm-hmm. but totally that, that being said, uh, I'm sure we all talked about the challenge. Uh, I should mm-hmm. give thoughts out there. Everybody seems to want to get their thoughts out there. Yes, totally valid challenge, completely valid challenge, and I would do it nine times, ten times out of ten. Um, they uh, seriously, I, I don't understand how they didn't get the points for that. Honestly, because Elba is not Alba is not her his name. Yeah. There's other people who have that name. Like I made a point with somebody else. If like he had messed up and said Edris Elba or something, Eldris, mm-hmm. like misspelled the first name, so it's, it's like, like Indian like, Sabai or something. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's different because Alba's actually legitimately a different name. Yeah. <laughs> in, an actor who has a like Jessica Alba. Hell, we have Greg Alba in yeah. this showdown. I mean, you know what Alba? <laughs> no, is it doesn't to me. It, it was a perfect challenge, and, and Andrea Cahula got really upset about it. But I mean, I. I say Ben was absolutely spot on to do. Yeah. Um, but the other side, interesting enough, is that Roxy said on her stream the other day that there's an issue with Ben and uh, Ben. I almost said Ben and Drew because that's why I'm going. Ben mm-hmm. and I could see the odd couples boards when they turn it more than on that side of the table. Then you can see like their side. Mm-hmm. So that he never could call them out and that kind of stuff. It's almost like an unfair advantage across the way. So I don't know if that could ever be tackled at some point, but it's, it's just. It's a wrinkle, an interesting little wrinkle. But yeah. otherwise, congratulations to who's the boss. They've had a great uh, team record. Mm-hmm. Team record's all you can say. So I can't wait to see what they're, what's going to happen there next. Yeah. So Yeah. One thing I also wanted to bring up, too, was the post-match interviews for Odd Couple. And Draco, there was some the bleeping going on. There's some calling out Ben Bateman. Actually, mm-hmm. the whole entire match, really, there's some calling out Ben Bateman. There seems to be some tension there. <laughs> well, not to plug action industries, but I will because I plug action industries. Show I know they're going to be doing an uh, behind the scenes soon of that. I don't know if they recorded it yet or if they're going to it's going to go up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but supposedly Ben has said there was definitely a lot more to that that mm-hmm. wasn't shown, mm-hmm. um, and he doesn't really want to go into it too much publicly. But as far as the Patreon, 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 as far as that behind when they do the deep dives <laughs> into it. Um, mm-hmm. that they will yeah. want to take care of. So we, he's going to get more into that then. So I'm really curious what to say. Yes, Brandon says they recorded today. That's what they said they were yeah. going to do. I wasn't sure if it actually happened or not. Um, but yeah, and that should be a very, very interesting deep dive because that, that was yeah, that was definitely here the rest of the time. It was so it was like you could tell like even that Mark Ellis was trying to like cut the tension Calm it down. times and like yeah. you know, that, but. Absolutely. Everything gets heated, that kind of thing, I think. They're all very, all of all those people, they're all Outside of maybe Riley, they all tend to get really heated up at times. Heated up, yeah. Riley can do it occasionally, but he's probably the lesser of the four. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if we learned anything right now, become a patron of Action Industries so you can get that tea. (laughs) And that tea, uh, make sure that uh, you sign up for the general level. You can come and hang out with the three of us inside of this really weird random chat. That's true. That the general's chat only talks about food. Only talks about food. food. It's like ninety percent food. It's really true. <laughs> and pictures of food and saying you're hungry and recipes and yeah. Even though that's not what it's for. And you get to watch Lucas and Alex fight like constantly, also in there as well. Right. Yeah. Right. Of food right. That way. So. Right. So if you're a fan of the Lucas and Alex a confliction on the C2A channel, live. <laughs> come and check it out on the chat. Sign up for that generals here yeah <laughs> absolutely worth it all right so any final thoughts on that match before we start speculating next week's i'm good all right well next week we have uh jader Prima versus Brittany young 
which is going to be an interesting match. It's true. Lucas, it's you can't tell us what to do. We're on camera. You're not. So yeah, it is a <laughs> sacred club. Um, we it's a it's a good time. We all have a good time there. Yeah, it, it is. It pays to be a general. Plus, you get to have them call out your name and stuff, and they just get your special salutes and things. Well, you got it's, the general's bunker too. And the general's with, bunker. With Drew and Ben before all their live streams, you get to hang out with them for a good like 15, 20 minutes. It's a big mm-hmm. blue jeans group chat. And- yep. Get to help program the shows they talk about and stuff. They always ask for your opinions and stuff. Yep. And Jerry Morris will trash Ben Bateman to his yep. face. It's all good. Yeah, there's a lot of anti Ben Bateman rhetoric going on in the <laughs> general's bunker. And then there's a few of us to stand up for him, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, actually, one more thing. I should say one more thing on that. It is true. You will have to mute the chat at some point, or else you'll just come back and mute. Oh my we God. have a lot to say. <laughs> And we're in all time zones, pretty much. So we're always going. <laughs> That's like an understatement. I feel like all like we're underselling like how much this chat goes off a day. Like it's, it's constantly and it's all day long. Like it doesn't end. It does not end. Never. Yeah. Well, because we have some members of the UK also as well, so it just kind of like goes around and just keeps going around. It's also the Carl and Maddie Gunner also. Yeah, so, we love a lot of people in there. So yeah, and it's you a great John group. Patterson, who's not in the chat because he just never shows up to anything. He's a ghost, but he did show up to Action Industries today, which is kind of cool to see. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, yeah, anyway, I'm, I derailed it. Actually, Lucas derailed it, and then I derailed it. So back yeah. to you. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> salute to all the generals. Salute to the generals. All right, so the match. Who do you guys got? Danny, what are your thoughts on this match that's upcoming? All right. So um, this isn't anything against Jader. Obviously, I wasn't there at the Florida match. I, I wasn't there at the Florida match, so obviously I did not get to see uh, Jader do his match uh, at the thing. Um, and if they did put that available for everyone to watch, I did not watch it. Sorry, Jader. I apologize. So I don't know where he is. I know that he won. I know that he's hyped. I know that he got drafted and all of that stuff. So there's there's plenty of hype behind him to believe that he will do that he will do well inside of the Schmodown, especially being a fan. <clears throat> being a fan of the Schmodown. Like these fans are vicious. Like those fan leagues are are intense, y'all. If if anyone doesn't watch, like anyone watching now does not watch the fan leagues, watch an episode of the fan leagues, listen to those questions. Those questions are all basically like deep cut questions. They're crazy. It's nuts. And the and the format the format is a little bit differently than the way that they do it in the Schmodown when it comes to um question writing and how they address anything like that. So it's really neat check those out for sure. So, and I don't, I honestly, at this moment, I did Jader um, do anything in the fan leagues? I don't really know much about that. I thought I, I heard that he did, but I, I think I he did a little bit. There's so many also know. different fan leagues. I don't necessarily know who's in some and not others. Like I or mostly there. know movie trivia face off. That's kind of the, the group I know a little bit more of. Well, Alex, but, Alex is our manager. Yeah. John Mariano is managing everything else. So Shout out to Death Proof. Ow! 
I'm in the chat, but, but like I'm my life schedule is weird. I'm sorry, y'all. I help out when I can. Uh, <laughs> but my my whole point behind that is like I don't necessarily know Jader. And same thing with Brittany. Like Brittany uh, has only had one match. She just did the celebrity match with the 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 glow ladies and stuff like that. But uh, Brittany is on one of my um, fantasy leagues, so I am rooting for Brittany. So I was going to leave for a bit. Thank you, Alex. Good to know. Thank you, Alex. So so those questions are really tough and really deep, and I think the, no one should ever underestimate anyone who comes up from the fan leagues because mm-hmm. the fan leagues I, – I just think that, like, people from the fan leagues, the biggest – hurdle that they're gonna have to have to deal with is going to be uh the lights being underneath the lights and being in front of a crowd and being inside of a different area and not inside of your bedroom just answering questions to a fucking camera you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. but um britney young has already done it so she does have that sort of experience behind it we just don't know where her actual movie trivia knowledge is she did do well when she was on the show um i can't remember i didn't go back and watch it so i can't remember if her team won or or who she was on the teams with honestly but i do remember specifically thinking that britney young did well so that was why i that was why i drafted her in one of my fan leagues so she is in she is in uh one of my uh fantasy Fantasy leagues leagues, yeah fantasy Fantasy leagues (laughs) i was i was um What's the? I can't think of words. Like I was just shortening it up. What's the word for that? Abbreviating. I was abbreviating that, Paul. Okay. Right. Yeah, bring it, girl. Bring it, girl. I'm gonna call you out every single time. No. <laughs> wow, that was a death look. I like that. Mm. Uh, Fights coming. Yeah, Paul, <laughs> Paul is the one who will call me out on anything, and I, I think whatever. But uh, yeah, so I'm rooting for Brittany Young. Uh, I would say actually I have a lot to I, see. That's where I know it's Danny and that Alex. I agree with everything Danny said pretty much. I, I mean, Gator. <laughs> uh, I've heard that Gator did great at the Orlando match, and that right there was a high pre- high pressure tension match and live event. That a hundred, a couple hundred people on there, lights on the stage, and he won the event. So I mean, that's something to say about that. Um, I also I remember the glow match a little bit. I don't remember specifically about it, but I do remember. Uh, I think she Brian. That's why I'm saying she was paired with Clark Wolf. That makes sense. Um, but I do remember that she – I, too, said, well, she's pretty good. She seems like she might handle it. Oh, I can't remember the question level. I remember the, sometimes the celebrity games are skewed a little bit like easier. I, I noticed that before, although this one they did have regular Schmordown competitors, maybe not. Um, but I do remember that she was pretty pretty good. So it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see whether she can actually hold her on, hold her, on, hold her own mm-hmm. – Really goes, but we know she's an actress in Glee and our Glee and Glow. It's a totally different show. Wow, it's a really totally different show. Totally different show. Totally imagine, different show. Like, imagine a Glee and a Glow mashup. Like, <laughs> I would love that. Like I Glee would love that. <laughs> like just singing while they're wrestling. And like, while they're, oh my gosh, Glow the musical. Where's that? <laughs> there you go. Um, but either way, they, I would say that it'd be good to see. Uh, she can definitely handle the the performance side of it probably so what is she handle yeah. it find out so yeah. I, agree. <laughs> I am excited i was in florida so i did get to see jader perform and he did very well he was a very strong player he also has got a really good stage presence so i think he's gonna do really good with the the kayfabe and the storylines and the the promos and things i think he's got that pretty solid so that's yeah. gonna be entertaining 
And then like Brittany, she was a very solid player. I thought she did a great job. I remember watching that match and being like, she she could hold her own in showdown. Like she should definitely come back. And then she, like you said, she's an actress. She's so sweet and she's just amazing. You know, people will root for her because she is such a cool, nice person. Um, so I like both character people so much. I don't know who's gonna win. I kind of give Jader the edge just a little bit. Um, but barely. I it could go either way for me. Yeah, I think that's a great. I think this really is a great matchup. Like there are a lot of times where you will see who's competing against someone and know, like you know what, that's gonna be a blowout. We know that this specific person is gonna win. But when you really kind of think about um, these two people, and you really don't know, you really don't know like which way it's gonna go because there's. We don't know Brittany really, and we know that Jader is a Schmodown fan, and that that kind of really gives him like the edge up. But mm-hmm. we don't necessarily like. What if Brittany fucking watches our show? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we, don't, if- we don't know exactly. Yeah, so there's a lot of things that we we do not know about her as a competitor. So I think it's going to be really interesting to watch this match, and I'm very very much looking forward to it. I definitely want to add that I want to I want to say that I'm going to be probably rooting for for Jader because he is on the usual suspects. And uh, Drew actually looks like Ryan just mentioned in the chat. He's spilling my tea here. Uh, Ra- Drew guy in uh, action one of the action streams kind of lets slip that he managed Jader during this match because um, I know he died because he said something about oh yeah I mean I figured exactly what he said it so he kind of spilled a little bit of tea during one of the streams so mm-hmm. if Drew guys there and rooting on Hater I, I gotta go with my boy so I mean yeah. I then, go then, yeah absolutely Much I love Brittany and Brittany seems really real cool cool but I'm at, I'm Andrew guy for life so if you're if you're Andrew guys on your side then I'm rooting for you. I'm excited to get to see Debonair again as well. Debonair one. <laughs> Gotta see Debonair again. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for that match for sure. I I could I partly me kind of wants Brittany to get it though as well though because the dungeon's not doing great right now, right. like point wise. There's usual suspects though. That's tr- that yeah. is true as well. Sure won like, the first match of the year, but that's that is, since then dungeon or the dungeon the uh, family lost. They yeah. lost and they lost your McQueenie. And then yeah. had her, her loss against Mark Riley. So That's it's, true. Yeah, it's it's pretty close. I think I I think the dungeon's at zero right now, right? Though. So yeah. I know, I think they are at zero. We'll leave it right now. Yeah, Alex is their second to last right now. General with uh <clears throat> hold yourself. I have the same info that you did. I <laughs> Yeah, so like they're not substantially doing better, but I don't know. I like Kaiser. I like the dungeon. I want them to do better than they're doing right now. So, so like I pretty much what I'm saying is, no matter who wins this, I will be at least somewhat happy. <laughs> I gotta say, I think I said this in one other stream, but I want to make it makes perfect sense to say it again. Mm-hmm. With as long as we've like we've loved the showdown and we've like got involved, mm-hmm. especially the acting army, specifically going to all live events and everything else. Like I love people on every faction. Yep. Like every faction has at least some somebody I'm like, oh, I love to see them do well. I love to see them do well. Yep. So it's hard to like choose. I, I choose the suspects because Andrew Guy is my, my number one. But I mean, there's always people. I love Kevin Smets. I, I mean, I love Adam Witt in the dungeon. I love, I love the Rock. I love Roxy Stryer. So I want to see her do well. I love Shannon Barney. I think it's that. So it's all, I mean, there's so much art. Not, I don't, there's not one faction I don't want to see do well. I can jokingly say I don't want to see the. Burning Drews do well because of uh, the Drew guy, Robert Ryan Burnett thing. But I like Ethan Irwin. I like uh, oh, hey, he's in the chat. Look at that. Hey, I hope hope you uh, you do uh, do the suspects proud, my friend. So. He's the suspects proud. <laughs> that's true. Brandy also said that's true. It is hard to pick faction. I want to pick players. It's yeah. hard. 
Yeah. It is really Go, Kelsey. You got something to say. Well, I was just going to say, like, for us, too, like, we go to these live events a lot, and we're kind of sort of getting our place in the community, where, to this point, a lot of these players I consider to be good friends. So, it'd be like, if I had to vote between Danny and Alex, I don't know what the hell I'd do. (laughs) You know what I mean? I would cry if I had to vote between the two. You know what I mean? It's like, like, what do you do? (laughs) Oh, I know who I'd vote for. (laughs) I'm not going to say it, but I know who I'd vote for. (laughs) That's fine. Okay. That's <laughs> right, Danny. Good kick his ass when you guys fight later. I know. This is the Latina in me right now. Y'all like if you all saw me get ready to pull my hair up. Take my rings off if I had mine. Yeah. And then start. How do you know I'm not going to say you? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know that. That's right, Paul. No, it's fine. <laughs> Anyways, Kelsey, keep talking about what you're going to talk about when it comes to uh, that specific uh, thing because uh, Danny's ready to go on rant. <laughs> well, I was just, yeah. just saying, like, it makes it really hard to to vote for people. So I kind of have to go into certain matches neutral, even though it, it's hard. I almost think it makes the matches slightly, slightly less entertaining when you don't have somebody to cheer for because you're cheering for both, you know, just on a personal level. But there's so many matches like Riley versus Janine. I don't, I like, I voted for Janine because Janine's my girl, but I like Riley too. I love Riley. So I, I love Janine. I love Riley. I love yep. It hurt. <laughs> Yep. So just a, a quick teeny tiny Danny rant. I actually thought about this like the other day about how um, when we first came on to the to the whole thing. Uh, so just for uh, reference, like uh, for whatever reason I have because WrestleMania is going on right now. Mm-hmm. So I have been uh, my YouTube queue is like full of fucking like old school wrestling stuff, like just kind of trying to, to understand uh, different things about wrestling. And for whatever reason that has been super prominent, like this entire week. And then the rundown did their like heel face thing. And Brad Gilmore, who is uh, super big into the wrestling world. He has a podcast with uh, Booker T uh, five time world champion. Go check that out. Uh, he also has a book coming out back from the future and uh, so make sure that you go and you pre-order that, all that good stuff. So big shout out to Texas homie Brad Gilmore. But he did do this little rant about um, heels versus faces. And that's something that I feel like a lot of uh, Schmodan fans should really kind of understand. Because it wasn't anything that I, I – it wasn't anything that I understood at all coming into the Schmodown. Um, like I watched wrestling when I was a kid. I can remember a lot of things about wrestling, but it was never anything that I was super, super into whenever I was younger. But I, I do know that like what the Schmodown is, it like has a wrestling flair behind it. So I think it's important for Schmodown fans to understand the wrestling flair that's a part of it. So like when this whole heel face debate kind of came up and uh, with this, um, with with recent events that had happened inside of the Schmodown and just kind of understanding different situations like that uh i think that <laughs> yeah yeah um i feel like damn it i did it again i forgot where i was going <laughs> start i start I win, Paul. <laughs> and then i get to a spot and i'm like i forgot where the fuck i was going 
so uh, about heels and faces and where it was. I'm trying to catch my place. I'm sorry again, y'all. Here it is. Uh, da, da, da. So uh, understanding that, like heel, like heels, like you're not supposed to like anything about him. But uh, us being a, a heel podcast from what it was before, and then now understanding like what heels are supposed to be versus what faces are supposed to be. Like there's a lot of fun stuff that I wish that I understood about heels versus faces back then, so we could mm-hmm. have. So we could have had a lot more fun inside of our podcast um, with that and kind of really played on on that in like in different little ways because there's still like I still don't ever want to offend anyone. Like I still want like I'm that like I'm here for like the I can't remember what Brad personality or something like no, no, no. Like like I'm here for to, to hang out like my point. There it is. I found it. I found it. <laughs> My point uh, for that is um, we d- watching this podcast grow, podcast grow in the way that it has. Like we all love players. Like we love these people because we've had this opportunity to to be with these people in a different sort of way. So that we we know these people, we get to talk to these people. Like any time that we've done chill, like there's been times where we get to break down and talk to everyone and just kind of have like this one on one sort of thing that not a lot of fans get to do inside of this space so it's very hard to root against anyone inside of the schmodown i see what i did i got it back i got it there you're you're welcome so um it's very hard to root against anyone inside of the schmodown because we know that these people are doing like the like it's it's like kind of having friends that are that are actors and watching their movies like we're not gonna like we're not gonna hate the character that's in that movie even though that that character was specifically made to be hated we're gonna enjoy it and like that's what bums me out about knowing like knowing that i've been an andrew guy fan since day one and i've rooted for andrew guy and i've always been on his side and i've always been gung-ho about it and never really understood why people hated him at the same time, not understanding that people are supposed to hate him. Yeah. Exactly. So that's, the, that's been the fun thing about getting into Schmodown and getting more mm-hmm. into wrestling and just kind of really understanding Schmodown mm-hmm. as a sport yeah. and watching it grow in the way that it has is that like, I have to allow this, this hate, this hate, I don't mm-hmm. want to use air quotes, ugh, um, this hate to, to, to happen. Okay with uh, these characters mm-hmm. because that's what's supposed to happen. Allow it to happen. Enjoy the game, but also still respect these people as people mm-hmm. and understand that they are who they are. And, and that's how we can appreciate these people who we consider our friends is know that they're a character who's supposed to be hated. So if I can hate them. Well, that's, that's always the rub is the, the, when the fans don't know the wrestling angles, some of the fans mm-hmm. don't know the wrestling angles, and some of the competitors don't know the wrestling angles. That's like four, you got four different groups. There's people who like know, the competitors who know the wrestling stuff or know what they're doing, competitors who don't, fans who know, fans who don't. And when they haul that mixes up, it gets sloppy. Now, Andrew Guy is, knows exactly like Brad Gilmore says. Brad Gilmore knows, I mean, I love that section of the rundown that he put up about, you know, Jesse Ventura facing a guy with a gun or facing a guy with a knife in the lot or they're having their bags packed so they have to leave right after the match because that was genuine heat. Uh, and it was somebody else said at one point Booker T as a heel went up to a, a 
kid in a wheelchair, a teenager in a wheelchair, and said, "Stand up out of the chair and fight me like a man," because he wants to be hated. You don't want, yeah. you don't want giving qualities. You don't want T-shirts. You don't want the love. That's that's their job. Mm-hmm. And if the if the showdown is half wrestling, mm-hmm. then that's what's going to happen. Um, but then they got to be able to to take it. They got to be able to take the mm-hmm. the hatred and the visceral. Now, the people like who know the wrestling, they also get behind the scenes as well. Ben Bateman is the one who knows it too at this point. That's why Jerry Morris and the guy, I can trash Ben Bateman every chance I get. And he laughs because he knows. He knows. Yeah. He knows I like Ben. I like Ben Bateman as a person. I hang on the mic. He's I consider Ben Bateman a great friend. I'm gonna root against him. If he faces Andrew Guy, I'm gonna boo the fuck out of him. Because he's facing <laughs> Andrew Guy. That's my choice. Andrew Guy, whoever's facing Andrew Guy, I'm rooting against you. That's it doesn't matter who it is. And happy birthday, Andrew, by the way. Exactly. Happy birthday from us. We'll be talking about that in a little bit. Yeah. Okay, I missed that. I missed the pregame about that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Ben gets it. Roca didn't get it for a while, but he kind of gets it now. I've, since we've made up with with, uh, with John Roca, I, I mean, Jake has been helping him out in his streams, and I've been helping out a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. I go back and forth with him. I, I'm calling him a fourth round Roca all the time, and I'll go, and he'll get back at me because he knows where we stand at this point. And that's where it starts to get questionable though and some people don't because then some people think they do know you or they don't and it's it becomes sloppy but if you know what you are if you want to be a heel you gotta expect that people are gonna hate you and don't you don't have to explain yourself don't explain yourself even if you feel bad about it and i get feeling bad about it i feel you're not prepared for it you might feel shitty about it you might want to go like but i'm just doing what i'm supposed to do it's an instinct that is naturally is a natural person to defend yourself mm-hmm but I think they do say, I mean, I, I, going back to the whole Rachel and Ben thing, I love Rachel. I love Ben. Uh, but that that's something I think they have to learn is that they, if they can use anything, you can use anything you want, turn it and focus your energy. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing to do. Just like Drew Guy did. We talked about that today. When he lost the Shire Wolves and he was pissed off as all hell, he had to do a big promo a minute and a half later. Yes. And he cha- channeled that being pissed off and frustrated and probably gave what I consider to be the best promo the best. that yeah. I've ever seen that I've seen in this show yeah. because he yeah. used the energy yes. right. Yep. Yep. So that's I mean that's what you gotta do. And I I, I feel bad for them. Like when you, I, for some people like I know like Rachel Cushing always had a hard time with it. I know she's someone who struggled with like the, the, that side of it. Um, other, and, but it was, that's actually a different story. She got actually more different vitriol for different reasons. But um, but if you're a heel, expect that you're going to get nailed, and yep. gotta take it, use it. Yeah. So I think if I was in the schmodown, I'd want to be a heel. I'm not saying I'd be a good heel, but I think if people criticize me as a face, I would take it personally. If they criticize me as a heel, I could mentally put it in the thick. Well, they just hate me because I'm a heel. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying that piece. Like for me personally, I think I would use that to my benefit. Like right. you know, if they're trash, like you, you you have a perfect excuse to not take that personally because if that's they, not you. If they hate you and want you to lose, you are doing your job. Yep. Yes. Exactly. That job. means you're a good heel. <laughs> they want you. A wrestling person want you want to pay to watch this person lose. That is the thing. I want to put down my money for a pay per view to watch this person get his ass kicked finally so we can go yes he finally got his ass kicked yep but that about people don't get that they want to be they want to be here's the thing i think mm-hmm. a lot of people do it's in trouble in wrestling i think sometimes in any kind of business where this is similar i think people want to be healed so want to be a badass but they don't want to be they want to be loved too yeah yeah and that's a, and that becomes an issue as far as the wrestling yeah. side it's, as far a, as the it's a weird line to walk like um right. 
as someone who like I I've had the opportunity to be able to uh, be a manager of a of a corporate of a corporate company and um, work in the corporate industry and stuff like that. So being a boss is like an actual boss, like does hiring and firing and payroll and like actual shit like that. It's a weird position to be in because you don't like, it's a weird, I know I understand it's a weird comparison to make, but it's also at the same time, like you want people to, it's how I relate to, to how I feel like these competitors go to it because you want people to like you, but you also know that you have a role to play to make sure that the ship sails. Exactly. So Absolutely. you have to make sure that you're doing your job and doing things the way that you need to be, but you also want to have um, these people who are, uh, the first word that came to my mind was underneath, and I don't, I don't mean underneath in the Schmodown world, but like having someone who works with you that you have to kind of work for in, in that weird sort of sense, um, just if anyone can just just get my get it get it with me get in there with me all like boss versus worker and that that relationship that is there um, entertainer versus viewer and stuff like that you want you want them to like you but you still have to do your job when it comes to it so, yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so. All right. Well, I feel like this conversation is a good segue into our next conversation because we brought up Guy a few times. So we are going to talk about something that happened today. It's Andrew Guy's birthday. As the title of the show is The Goat Leveled Up. Happy birthday. One of our our personal founding fathers, our dads that we love. Our one one true Andrew Guy. Yeah. Absolutely, and I love the fact that on the uh, on our bunker we had uh, Danny's mom come on and wish uh, Andrew a happy birthday. My mom did come on. Um, I told my mom that it was Andrew's birthday. Um, and I'm quarantined inside of the house with my mother, and uh, I told her it was Andrew's birthday. And she's like, oh, that's very nice. I wish I knew how to. I wish we would have done something for him and figured it out. I wish she, like she said, I wish we had a poster of it <laughs> <laughs> be in the background. Like, my mom legit loves Andrew. It's insane. Wait, mom you don't? Love I don't. I, like, I have, like, pictures. I don't have them here because I just redid my, my bookshelf. But, like, I have... Like those those things that they send us in the mail mm-hmm. that they use email send us in the mail and uh, so I have I have those but she was like oh we should have had a poster and I was like no there's there's a there's a thing going on it, I was gonna come on for a little bit I wasn't planning on coming onto the bunker so also for the for future generals out there so the the uh, generals bunker we all hang out before the action guys go live. So uh, we just kind of get to shoot the shit and stuff like that. And I never, ever really get to participate in it because it's always at, like, weird times for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, because it was Andrew's birthday, I made it a point to kind of, like, try to be on here. And because I had this idea um, that I'll let Kelsey transition me into. Yeah. I don't go ahead. Same thing, right? Or do a similar part that. of it. Yeah, hey, you can go ahead. Okay. Unless Paul has yeah. final thoughts he wants to say. Sure. No, it makes sense. Go right ahead. Happy okay. birthday, Drew. You know that. 
Happy birthday, Drew. Yeah, so it's a happy birthday, Drew. And um, so uh, Ladies Night last night, if you all had the opportunity to watch Ladies Night somewhere in those. Probably like four and a half hours in. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in those almost eight hours. Um, I talk about an idea that I'd like to have for uh, for call to action. Um we're all quarantined right now. We all have nothing to do with our lives and just kind of, well, most of us do. I, I'm not working. All of my jobs are done. Like I, I'm not working. I'm not doing anything. I don't know when I'm going back to work. So I have nothing but time on my hands right now, which is why I'm here, which is also why my sleep schedule is super fucked and I don't know what I'm doing with anything. <laughs> but uh, what I do want to start doing for call to action, uh, I'm a bartender, like I'm a part-time bartender. I've been doing that for about seven years. And uh, I love making cocktails and I, I have a lot of fun doing stuff like that. It really is a, a, a fun way to kind of relax in a weird sort of sense. Like, I can't believe I just said working at a bar makes me feel relaxed, but it does uh, because those are fun. Those are fun things. And it's a weird creative thing to do with spirits. And I really enjoy it. So what I want to do for call to action is actually start curating cocktails for Schmodown players, which is uh, what I have done. I've come up with a couple already, honestly, just, just to just uh, John Rokas and Andrew guys, which is really funny to think about father and son. Father and son. Yeah, yeah, father and <laughs> sons, right? So uh, I, uh, what I would like to do is start this little thing, and I would like it to be a little bit more produced, so like edits and stuff like that, because I don't want to just tell y'all, put this liquor, put this ad, and then do this, do that, and then there's your drink. There's a reasoning behind um, all of the ingredients inside of the drinks and why the drinks are set up the way that they are and stuff like that. So the first drink that I actually did come up with uh, coincidentally, I didn't realize it was Andrew Guy's birthday until literally like 10 minutes after I created this because Andrew Guy is my favorite Schmodown player. So obviously he was going to be the first person that I made a drink for. So um, I made this and what it is, is it is Alto Tequila. So it very much obviously has to be um, a tequila. It is a plata tequila, which is basically silver. So it's a clear tequila. There are, diff there are three different types of tequila. There is alto or silver, uh, resposado, and anejo. So uh, those are um, compared by ages. So silver is technically the youngest ages that are in there, but it's a very smooth tequila. It's very soft. Um, it's very good for mixed drinks. Um, it's very nice for cocktails. It's mostly used in margaritas and stuff like that. And margarita was going to be the, uh, a, a margarita was going to be the drink that I was going to make for Andrew Guy, but I wanted to, to kind of really spice it up a little bit, which is why I put the cream de cassis. I use the brand Dolphy. This is cream de cassis. It is a blackberry liqueur. So, yeah, seriously. So, uh, so the blackberry liqueur, why I decided to put that, this is, um, uh, you're going to put a one and a half ounce of, you're going to put one and a half ounce of the Alto tequila, and then you're going to put a half ounce of the blackberry current or the blackberry, uh, liqueur. And, uh, so blackberry, if, if anyone, eats blackberries they're sweet but they're also kind of tart like they have this this like sort of tartish aftertaste to it so that was part of the reason why I wanted to do it and then after you do that you're gonna go ahead and throw in a little bit of ginger beer 
I use White Rock. I like White Rock because they're super cute bottles. They come in a four pack and I'm a big fan of packaging. So this is mostly why I choose White Rock because they, they're just very cute. cute. Very cute, which is cute Andrew is important. Guy, which is Andrew Guy, right? Exactly. So, yeah. uh, so you're going to top it off with a little bit of ginger beer. So it's almost like a Mexican mule. If anyone has ever had a Mexican mule, it's almost like that, but it's not as sweet because I am not necessarily a big fan of super sweet drinks. Like I am, I, I, I love my liquor, so I don't like anything that's too sweet so I don't like to put simple syrup inside of a lot of my drinks and because I'm also curating these for myself as well um for my palate that is why I chose the blackberry currant and the ginger beer and the tequila because te- tequila is basically Andrew Guy like if anyone knows Andrew Guy it's tequila right cool the blackberry is in there because it's going to give you a little bit of a bite it's not going to be too sweet but it's also going to have a little bit of tartness it's this weird double edge flavor to it and then the ginger beer is also inside of there because if anyone has had uh anything like uh uh like a moscow mule or anything like that that ginger beer does have this this kick that's into it that ginger if anyone has had ginger ginger has this nice aftertaste that kind of sticks around and kind of really packs a punch to it just really depending on on what it is and stuff like that. It really does give you a punch. So this is a nice, sweet drink that also gives you a punch behind it. It's got a little bit of both worlds. It is a face and a heel at the very same time. So uh, I have dubbed this drink the Dastardly Debonair. You can also top it with a lime, add some lime juice to this because it would make it great if you wanted to really make it fancy, add a mint sprig to it, and then it is all good. Make sure that if you have a mint sprig, get that mint in your hand, clap it up so you can make sure you get those notes into it because that's that scent that you want to get from it as well. So that's a great additive to it. I did not have it here. Uh, If I do ever make these videos, y'all that is going to be something that's inside of it because scent is a great part of cocktails and this is a wonderful cocktail that definitely represents Andrew Guy and I'm very happy to tell him right now happy birthday Andrew uh and uh salute salute so that's it that's your preview for the whatever um happy hour with Danny happy hour Danny no, no, no. I, I came up with a name for it it's like I think it's like Schmodown Cocktail Corner or something like that because I don't want them to be super long videos, but I do want them to be maybe like 20, 20 at the most 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So just like, just a little, just a little come in and hang out real quick. So let me know if you like it. If you don't, don't make me waste my time. <laughs> wow. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just so we know before we move on, Jake wants to know, I agree. Where is, where is the, where's the Lord's slice you have there? Isn't it supposed to be in the background there on, the, on your book? Oh, well, so she had like porgs pooping on it. It's gone. I hate you so much for this right now. So, uh, with this whole quarantine stuff going on, um, I completely redid my room. If you if you notice the slight like the slight change in my background, um, I have redone my room. I have put things and I have moved things, and I have been very lazy. So there are things that are in my living room. And things that are in my hallway and things that are in my closet that mm. I cannot reach. And the wheel slice is one of them. Uh, <laughs> you could have lied. As long as it's safe for you. It's on the wall no, somewhere. It is. I, could, I should have said that. <laughs> it's, 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 it's framed on the wall. wall. 
it's on the wall, but I'm not gonna turn my computer around so you can see it. But it's there. The, but my computer's gonna see it. I'm not gonna show you. I'm not gonna show you. But I, will, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> but I'm also not gonna get up and go and get it. So <laughs> sorry. sorry. I don't blame. You. But if it makes you feel any better, the fucking porg's not shitting on it. Okay. <laughs> Penguin's no longer shitting on Penguin. it. Penguin's no longer shitting on the fucking slice. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it framed, all right? There you go. Very cool. Kelsey, you should show yours. Uh, I have Mine is framed. I don't know where it is at the moment. I'll have to find it. Because I've also been organizing things. Moved my computer desk in my bedroom. So it's probably near where my old computer desk was. <laughs> Hopefully, it's super cute. Yeah. All right. So the next thing we wanted to talk about, Paul, there was something that happened on like Twitter. Yes. Uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, well, he did a stream, and uh, he mentioned that he wants to be on the Schmodown. Uh, that is very exciting news. It also comes on the heels of one point of one Chris Jericho also wanting to be on the Schmodown. And Chris Jericho actually answered Kevin Smith. And I got to say, that's a match that's got to happen. It's got to. Jericho versus Kevin Smith. Now, I'm hoping, I don't know if it's going to be during quarantine time or it's going to be something well down the road where we can actually have them in the studio. Either way, that makes me excited. Oh, so excited. As long as Rachel Silverstein is involved because of her love for Kevin Smith and her love for AEW. So I'm hoping that he's on the desk or something to that effect because that would be awesome for her i totally want her on the desk for that i feel like she's perfect to be on the desk for that so oh. now, i don't know about the movie trivia but if i'm gonna have them go up against each other i think i might predict i might have to predict jericho winning which is goes against uh initial thoughts because you know kevin smith is a director i kind of feel like kevin is uh sometimes i think his recall is probably a little less after years and years of mm-hmm. high intake so I think the recall isn't <laughs> quite as good as it used to be. I think that's my call. Yeah. So I would think that. What about terrible. what about Jericho would make you think that he has that movie knowledge? I don't know. Like, I don't follow Chris yeah. Jericho on anything. So, like, maybe he's a big movie buff and I just don't know it. So I've, I've read a couple of his biographies because I'm a big wrestling. I'm a pretty big wrestling fan. And it was I'm not as much as I used to be. But he's just a very, very intelligent person. Um, he's got a lot mm-hmm. of pop, pop culture things down. Um, it's more music. It's definitely Fozzie, his band Fozzie, and the music scene inside of things. But he's on his own podcast for years where he talks to all sorts of individuals. I kind of have the feeling his his knowledge on pop culture is pretty well-tuned. Um, I can't say specifically that he's got the knowledge he needed. It's just kind of a gut instinct for me for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big – I'm excited for this. I'm a big Kevin Smith fan, not just for his movies, but I, I watched Fat Man on Batman and his other uh, Hollywood Babylon. I actually saw him live do Hollywood Babylon, mm-hmm. and I I give him a little bit of the edge. Like, watching him talk with um, Mark and stuff, I, he, he does know movie, other movies as well. You're right. You know, recall can deteriorate over time, but I, I'm, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan, and my dad – so my dad – did not take Schmodown seriously while I've been obsessed with it for years until he found out that Mark Bernard had been on it. And suddenly now, now it's legit. <laughs> That's when it became legit to my dad. So if Kevin Smith gets to be on, my dad will finally maybe like, okay, Kelsey, this is a thing that you're a part of. <laughs> 
speaking of Kevin Smith, can I have a quick sidebar? Yes. A really quick sidebar. Absolutely. Uh, on Class Action, myself mm-hmm. and Richard Eric Jarvey, we did a show with Rachel Silvestrini and PJ Campbell like last week we, for the first time we went live. And we um, we ranked the Kevin Smith of US Universe. I got to say, like, low-key, one of the coolest moments of my life is that PJ Campbell tweeted about it. And Kevin Smith actually liked the tweet. And I was a little starstruck. I was like, Oh, God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've had a moment like that. My dad, every time I dress up as Harley Quinn, he posts a picture of it on Twitter, tags uh, um, Kevin Smith on it. Okay, okay, okay. And so he's liked many of those pictures. And I'm just like, oh, my God, Kevin Smith seeing me dress up as Harley Quinn. Like, probably like 10 times. And it's just like, Dad, it's a very see me. But, oh, my God, Kevin Smith seeing me dress up as Harley Quinn. <laughs> that's my head cannon. My head cannon is that he watched, he, he saw the tweet, watched Class Action. We talked about Schmodown. He went down the Schmodown sure. trail. And that's why he started talking about it. That's I'm sure that's what happened. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and rub it and just say yes. Yeah, that, that's not even head cannon. That's cannon. Yeah, I'm just well, you're welcome. Yeah. You're <laughs> You're welcome, Schmodown fam. Always working for you guys. You know how you know how I am. Never stop. Never stop. So I would say Kevin Smith does have the knowledge. You're absolutely right. Kevin Smith has the base knowledge that probably would be Chris Jericho. I just don't know in the the, the polling the time frame. The time that's issue. my issue with trivia. I think it's there. It's pulling it that I can't do. That's a big part of the game. So you're right. If he if that's if that's not a skill yet, you're right. It could be that's his downfall. We'll it see. Like it. Yeah, I want to see to find out. Funny or what? Absolutely, it's gonna be so great. Oh. Yeah, there have been plenty of times where I've been like, I know, I know this, and it's right there, and I hear the answer, and it's like I knew it. Like I yeah. didn't do it, I just couldn't pull it. So that would be really interesting to see that as well. Yeah, for sure, I agree. I agree. All right. Anything else? Any news you guys can think of before we move on to call to network? All right, well, we are moving on to, I haven't been using these much lately, Call to the Network, woohoo, where we talk about all the cool shows we have on this channel coming up this week, starting with what something that's happening tomorrow. Paul, what's happening on Chill? Uh, our show, Chill Dash. And Danny. I'm used to having Alex on here. Danny, you can plug Chill. Ignore yeah, Paul. Right. Paul's dead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Danny, go ahead. <laughs> no, it. Like that's fine. <laughs> all right, let me, let me. <laughs> So anyway, we're going to be having. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this, Danny. Me, uh, red leather, yellow leather, unique New York, unique New York. Um, I miss doing that, Paul. I'm sad that we don't do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, I feel like you kept trying to make me not do that anymore. But that's I was. That's tea time. For oh, me? I never. I love yeah. to do that. I have no problem with you doing that. Anytime I wanted to start doing vocal uh, warm ups, Paul never participated inside of it. He just kind of like did it casually and then laughed at me and then like sometimes didn't even do it at all. So I might have been drinking during it and I can't do that. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> drinking during these. <laughs> Danny can multitask, unlike you. She can drink and do these at the wow. same time. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's why the content isn't great. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's why we have it. Like, like, right there. I keep holding this back. <laughs> My bad. Um, 
<laughs> Jill the Action, make sure that you come and hang out with me and my favorite co-host, Mr. Paul Denuzio, uh, every Monday on the Call to Action Network doing Chill to Action. If you are new to this channel or new to this stream, Chill to Action is a show that we do weekly where we interview a schmodown, uh, a schmodown competitor or uh, just a schmodown personality personality thank you that's the word i couldn't find thank you paul that's why paul is my co-host because i could not do this on my own at all and paul is here to clean up the slack so a uh, big shout out to paul for that big shout out to uh everyone who has uh watched a call to action episode we really do appreciate it um uh we really do paul and i really do genuinely enjoy bringing this content to you because it especially right now when things are weird and i know that i've said this every stream that i'm on but i just want to reiterate to anyone out there this is a very weird time this is a whole bunch of weird stuff so please make sure that um you're staying safe and you're staying sane and we hope that we get to be a part of that so come and hang out with me and paul and mr um Ah, oh, damn it, Paul. This is why I wanted you to do it. It's Ethan Irwin tomorrow. <laughs> no, 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 not tomorrow. It. Not Ethan Irwin tomorrow. This is why I plug. This is why Paul plugged. <laughs> I gave you a shot, Danny. Sorry. Okay, no, Paul. Take tomorrow. <laughs> I, so I was right there because, like, I was like, I had long hair <laughs> the entire time, and then like I second guessed myself at the last minute. I was like, no, maybe I'm wrong. It's Ethan Irwin. So tomorrow on Chill to Action, we do have Lon Harris. Coming on, uh, the professor, the professor slash delinquent coming on chill to action. So make sure that if you have any questions for Lon Harris, uh, you reach out to our, uh, dedicated on the Facebook page or reach out to me on Twitter at Danny Joy, D-A-N-N-D-A-N-I-E-E-J-O-Y. Uh, find me there. Ask me any questions for Lon. You can ask Paul any questions for Lon. All of that good stuff. Um, chill to action is the main thing that I do on the call to action network. And I'm so sorry to kind of like drift away from this and kind of plug random other things for myself. Um, so um, I am starting my own YouTube thing. Uh, make sure that you check out Paul doing his YouTube stuff. He's doing all of that. They're going to plug all of that as well. Make sure that you check out Kelsey doing her YouTube stuff. And I am starting to venture out on my own as well. And uh, getting watch the book out there where I uh, just kind of uh, go back and forth with book adaptations and their movie releases and just talk about the similarities and differences and any other little tidbits about the properties that you may not have known before. So be on the lookout for that. Also be on the lookout for the, um, the random, um, call to action cocktail, the Schmodown cocktail hour. Y'all, this is actually kind of really like, I really did want to do this for a very long time, uh, but it's also very expensive to keep up with so if if anyone feels any sort of generosity going on in your life i do have a coffee account you can go ahead and support my coffee and stuff like that to get this content out to you because this is stuff that i really want to do but it's also very hard for me because it's it's technically as hard for me like it's a little weird like i don't have the right type of setup that i want to do for certain type of content that's out there so um if you want to link to my coffee account go ahead and hit me up and I can send that out to you. Thank you so much for all of that. And that is all that I have to plug. That is it. Danny rant. That is your last Danny rant for tonight. All right.
Yes, Paul. Okay, so <laughs> yes, it, I'll I know your cues, Paul. <laughs> we have we do my cues. Lon Harris is tomorrow, so we got Lon Lincoln Harris. We do have Ethan Irwin coming up. Ethan Irwin is going to be next week after that, and then after that, there's a possibility we're going to have well, it's mostly locked in like nine nine percent. I just got to talk to her again. We're going to have Brianne Chandler and Miss Movies on after that. And if you watch the action industry stream, Dan Merle did agree to be on Chill. We just have to make that work. So we'll. Yeah. We'll work on that. We so. saw that. Everybody it's, saw it's, it. It's out there now. It's canon. It's out there. So everybody <laughs> tweet, canon. At them, tweet it up and tell them to, to, they are looking forward to seeing him on Shield Action. And Shmobay, <laughs> for that matter. Speaking of Shmobay, you can probably plug that. But I will say what Danny is talking about, PLD Projects, that's my YouTube channel. And like I said, the aforementioned Class Action, which is on Ben and Drew's Action Industries YouTube channel as well. I'm looking to do, actually, we had our first live show, and we're going to try to do that once a month with guests. I have some guests that I'm trying to line up for future episodes as well. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Action Industries Patreon. Go do that. Yes. Definitely do Action Industries Patreon. It pays to be a patron. Do it. All right. And then Wednesday, we have Schmo Bates. Um, Okay. Did anything pull up the banner? Is the banner on here? Yes, it is. We have James White versus Robert Parker coming on the Schmobates. That is going to be a very, very fun match. I am super excited for that. Schmobates has just, just been incredible. It just gets better and better every episode. Uh, we're trying new things, trying to make it a little bit more streamlined, for example, with like the time and things like that. And I think we're getting a good groove. And that match is going to be and then the following week, uh, we have on Schmo Bates on Alex's amazing show, uh, Kaiser versus Smets. Which, oh my gosh, seeing the manager and the golden boy fighting each other within the dungeon, just that dungeon tension that's usually against other people, against each other. Oh, it's going to be so good. And I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, Rachel Silvestrini's on the desk with you for that one, I think. I think you said that. Awesome. So that will be great as well. So definitely got to watch Mobates. And I don't know if any other shows we'll have on next this next week, except for, of course, live we'll have on Sunday. So you'll see us, as usual, around this time after the action, guys, um, talking about what happened this week. We're talking about the, uh, the Young and uh, Paramount match. So that'll be fun. Perfect. All right. Anything else I'm trying to think for plug? I think that's all we have to plug. So... Questions from the chat. What do you guys want to ask us? It could be Schmodown related. It could be not. So just anything you want to ask us. We're here for it. We're a little tired, so our energy's low, but we're here. <laughs> so um, quick, uh, quick little tidbit while yes. we let chat kind of get in their questions. Chat, make sure you ask us some questions. Ask them some shit. We're here. We're hanging out. Yeah. Um, so I, if you can see me super bouncy and bubbly right now and doing all of that shit, that's just kind of how I am in like actual real life. And a lot of uh, my bar coworkers make fun of me for it because I'm always that person who is just kind of loud and um, just, I always try to have a good time anytime I'm at the bar and, uh, and, and doing anything like that. So I just, I just want to make sure that everyone is having fun but it's also something that's kind of just like a um, not like I don't want to say like an act, but like a treat in a sort of way, because we all have to have fun right now. <laughs> I'm extremely tired. I'm dead tired. 
but I also want to make sure that uh, I get this opportunity to hang out with my friends. And um, I'm very glad that I get to be here with Kelsey and get to be here with Paul and I get to see Paul tomorrow again. I literally talk to Paul every single day of my life and uh, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> I like to feel the love in this room. <laughs> It is what it is. So uh, big shout out. Thank you to everyone inside of the chat. You all have been keeping me sane inside of this uh, really weird time for me. I don't get to work. I don't get to do anything. I just get to be here and uh, think about life. So um, shout out to every single one of y'all and the Shmodan community and uh, the world and uh, the A Song of Ice and Fire community because that's something that I've actually gotten back into in this weird little time. And um, I miss it. I love it. I love those books. Um, I love those. I love the show. And uh, hopefully I'll get to put out some content for that as well. So that's it. Yay. All right. We got some questions. First one from Alex Mack herself. What is the best kind of cheese for a grilled cheese sandwich? Monster. Ooh, that does sound good. I got that too. I'm a classic cheddar person. I don't think I've ever made a grilled cheese sandwich with anything but cheddar. But I like putting things in it. Like bacon and uh, other meats and things like that. Basil. I put basil on a grilled cheese sandwich. It was pretty good. Like tomato, yeah. like tomato soup and mm. grilled cheese sandwich. That's her next question. Yeah. And then favorite soup. <laughs> I'm a I'm a chicken tortilla girl. Like mm. give me a chicken tortilla soup and I'm fucking good. Clam chowder, New England clam chowder. I'm a clam chowder person too. It's got to be like real clam chowder though. You got to be mm-hmm. near an ocean when you have it. Right. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> absolutely absolutely that's a, i'm not a fan of clam chowder at all <laughs> nope nope all right let's okay. see other it's questions okay. it's not your fault Danny. it's not your fault <laughs> i'm a texan okay see, what that. movie marathon did you do and how long was it i mean like what was the longest movie marathon you've done and that was how long was it mm. i have it okay right. so for me um i I didn't realize that all three tre- three there's all of the th- there's three tremors at least on uh, Netflix mm-hmm. and I I literally like one day like I realized that like I saw Tremors mm-hmm. and then I saw Tremors two and then I was like oh fuck Tremors three is on here too fuck it my day is done and that entire day like I watched one two and three Mm -hmm. and did just sat on my couch in the living room and just watched it all day long and it's the best thing ever and I'm so pumped for uh PJ Campbell on his channel the PJ Campbell Network make sure that you go and check that out this Friday I believe it's Friday um they are going to do a watch along with Tremors it's still on Netflix I believe I hope that it is um they're going to do a watch along uh with uh watching Tremors with uh Kevin Smets so go and watch that because that's going to be a lot of fun. Tremors is amazing if you haven't seen it. Like I just love, like I took, I have, I have like Tremor things that like I sent a picture because Campbell just kind of sent that out to Twitter today. And I was like, dude, I'm so pumped. Yes, cannot. <laughs> so uh, I can vividly remember watching Tremors on Netflix, all three of them, just that entire day. 
Yeah. I think my longest I can think of of all time probably <laughs> is when the last Harry Potter movie came out. A movie theater near me did the marathon thing where you can go watch all of them in just one like straight go. And so I did that. I did fall asleep, I think, between like the end of four and part of five for a little bit. So I missed part. But it, it was a long day. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's my longest like binge of movies. I've had two two rec- uh, record ones I've done. Uh, when I was younger and I was in high school, I got really baked during the summer. The summer that was Friday the 13th, part nine came out. The final Friday was called. Mm-hmm. My friend and I, we rented one through eight and watched that the night before and then went to the theater to see part nine. Um, the other one I did much more recent. Well, how much? It's probably 10 years ago now, probably. But mm-hmm. I did do Star Wars one through six. And I threw a little bit of, of uh, Clone Wars stuff in the middle of that at some point, too. So, that was, so we started at like 7 in the morning and got done at like 2 in the morning. And I had friends come in and out all day. But myself and my friend stayed through the whole the whole time of that. So mm-hmm. those are probably the biggest two I've done. Love them. Love both of them. So. Very cool. All right. Next question. Mark and Christian did a Schmoes No Reunion show this past Thursday on Mark's channel. Did you watch the show at all before Schmodown? No. I did. So the uh, the one night of this whole bullshit that's been going like I've like my sleep schedule is totally fucked where I've been staying up until like four five in the morning mm-hmm. every day and then just sleeping most of the day and then just doing anything that I have to do that's why I haven't been active in anything at all because I'm just I'm asleep I'm like I've been asleep since Monday y'all legit mm-hmm. and uh so i haven't been able to catch anything and the one night that i went to sleep early was that night that they hit the schmoes note thing and i woke up to um these tom dagnino pictures and i was like what and and all of these different things and people saying it but i haven't gone back to go and watch it i did watch mark ellis this morning on uh morning coffee with ben goddard and um they talked about the stream a little bit so i do really want to go back and watch it and just kind of like take everything in because i didn't i didn't get to watch it when it actually aired but i want to go back and watch it because it does seem like a really good time and I hope that anyone who did get to watch it live really enjoyed it. <laughs> These, it's a weird time. Like this is such a weird space for all of us because, like, we're all on this internet world, and and I like I don't I literally do not know anyone else in my life that has the same um, relationship with internet personalities that a lot of us do and I mean us that's like the three of us here and everyone watching like there's a specific us that's out there in the world and especially when it comes to the schmodown so and a lot of us came from schmo's nose there's a lot of us who are still here from the very beginning and where it came from so be so being able to see those roots again like right now in these weird fucking times that we have to deal with right now was amazing it, just knowing about it i just can't i i have to go and watch it because like the ugh, i'm so sad that i missed it i'm so sad that i missed it yeah i missed it as well i need to go back and watch it the smosh no i 
I got into Schmodown through Collider. So I discovered Collider through movie reviews, and that's how I found Schmodown. And they would talk about Schmo's nose. So I would catch an episode here or there at that point, but I wasn't like a regular watcher. And then finally I'm like, okay, this is a fun show. I'm start watching it. And then that's when they kind of stopped doing that. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I hit this way too late. So part of me always wanted to go back and just like rewatch everything, but there is so much of it. Yeah. <laughs> So I think I will go rewatch the new episode that they, the reunion that they did, but I don't know if I can go back and catch up on Schmo's No. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I watched most of Schmo's No stuff from like the late, early 2010s or whatever. I came over from mm-hmm. there. Um, I loved watching it, and I I was so excited when I saw that. Mark tweeted out that picture. Um, I thought it was great to see Ken do the news again. Was worth every bit of the stream. Uh, that was my, my highlight for me. Just seeing it to get back together. I was like watching the band get back together for like a greatest hits tour, but it was just really fun. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's definitely worth your, your view. I loved it quite a bit. All right. Next question. What are you currently reading? Oh, that's a heavy question. Well, we're <laughs> well now. That's a heavy question for me right now. I'm reading everything that's on this specific shelf at the moment. Um, I'm not the type of person that enjoys reading multiple things at the same time, but I am kind of uh, getting into it because I am a reader and I am trying to do this content and trying to figure out edits and stuff like that. And that's the main reason why a lot of stuff hasn't come out on my channel is just because I, 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 wa- I want it to look a specific sort of way, but I can't figure out how to make it look that way. So I'm trying I'm trying. I'm doing everything that I can with it. I am. But um, I do right now, a lot of what I'm reading are um, fiction novels that are adaptations of movies. Um, I don't, I'm not going to go into watch the book because I think I already have. And I think I have every single day for all of 2020. So um, I read a lot. I do like to read, but at the moment, what I am reading right now is um, Big Fish. I'm reading Big Fish, and uh, I so I have this I have this weird habit of uh, taking a book out of my out of my bookshelf and then putting it back into my bookshelf. That's just my thing. But I'm also reading. Uh, this is. I don't know if I really want to do this, but I feel like I did. Um, so I'm also rereading for the millionth time, just because this is a weird time in the world mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I am reading. I have two copies of these, so I have to. Oh no, there we go. So I do have um two copies of these, and uh, I do, I genuinely do not mean to get this podcast into politics or anything like that but these are books that are a lot older to me and i do i legit do have two copies of these and it's uh women in socialism i have uh, a book with like notes that other people this is this book is basically like a sisterhood of the traveling pants and it's just where uh, other people take notes and just kind of give it to Mm -hmm. someone else and stuff like that. So that is one of the books that I have that has like tabs and highlights and different things like that. But um, that's kind of one of the like getting back into nonfiction 
during this time has been something that's been really important to me in this moment. But also just trying to stay sane. Um, a lot of fiction has really been there. So I really do want to pump out, watch the book and uh, bring Big Fish and Annihilation because those are the things that I'm like going through at the moment. So I want to bring those. What are y'all reading? I, okay, so slight tangent how I got here. The other night I watched a documentary called uh, There's Something Wrong with Aunt Diane. <gasps> and, I love that. And so it talked about the horrible crash that happened on the Taconic uh, Parkway, I think it was, or Highway, um, in 2009. And there is a Stephen King short story uh, loosely based on those events called, let's see if I have it on here, uh, Herman Woke is Still Alive. And it's part of a collection of short stories called The Bazaar of Bad Dreams. So I've been listening to The Bazaar of Bad Dreams. So that's how I got to that. But So I'm listening to lots of Stephen King short stories. I love that. Yeah. Anything, um, Paul? You read anything? Yeah, I tend to be a person who reads like eight or ten books at once. I always like just read mm-hmm. a chapter here, a chapter here, a chapter here. Especially with Star Wars books when they come out, I just throw more. So I'm reading The Rise of Skywalker uh, adaption, especially because of all the different things they've added. But I'm also doing a Star Wars Legends I started like when they took legends out of the ball game or out uh-huh. of the canon. I went back to the original. I said, "This is well now is the time." So I went, I went back to the beginning of Legends, and I've been reading all the way through, all the way up to the end. Right now, I'm on the, I'm on the episode three, actually, Revenge of the Sith adap- adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also reading. Uh, I'm reading, read, finishing up my Harry Potter reread, which I do every once in a while. I'm on book seven of that. I'm also doing the Stephen King read through. So I'm on Dolores Claiborne. Yes. That. I love Stephen King so much. <laughs> and finally, Brandon Sanderson, who is, I love Brandon Sanderson. I, I can't mm-hmm. author, I can't tell you how much I love him. I mean, a book called Star Sight by him. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who he is, he does. Dolores Claiborne. If you don't know who Sanderson is, he does. He can do a major epic, like George R.R. R. Martin style mm-hmm. epic, but he can do an also a young adults, like, not Hunger Games type thing, but it's like that kind of sci-fi, young know, mm-hmm. sci-fi. They do he does a superhero story. He does short story like detective war. He does all these different genres. He actually fill he's the one who fig, uh, finished out Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the dude nice. is so prolific. He will fall down the stairs and come out with three books. Like, yeah, just, it's like I've had people tell me I should read him. I haven't got a chance really to start. Really good. This <laughs> board is probably the place to start. And I will mm-hmm. throw out there that Brandon Sanders is so ambitious that he has this whole idea in his mind where like all of his worlds, it's kind of like the, the multiverse, like the Mar- MCU, mm-hmm. all of his worlds exist in the same oh, universe. I've heard about that. It's, all, mm-hmm. it's called the Cosmere, but it's so like, at this point, it's so subtle that you wouldn't even, like you can read totally different things and have no idea they're connected, but there'll be little things. Mm-hmm. Things, And I guess it's all building towards some big, some big finale, kind of, not finale, but big, they're, they're all event. Argonaut event, so to speak. Mm-hmm. but like, it's going to be over like, the way it's going, it's going to be like 50 years from now. So it's going to be something, it's like a long, like, I'm not saying 50 years, but it's like, it's a long game. Slow burn. Uh-huh. burn. Um, he's really a brilliant, brilliant writer. I love his tone. He's very funny. So that's, to check that's it my out. pitch for that. Right yeah. I have a friend that he's been telling me for years I need to read him. I actually own a couple of books. I just haven't done it yet. So I need to start somewhere. Start with Mistborn. Mistborn is one of the ones I own. That's the one he told me to. He's like, you got to start here. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Next question. The real question. How is your toilet paper supply? <laughs> I was down to about seven, My, and Kim was getting a little panicky, so she, like, grabbed three from a, a friend, or a, a 
one of her other relatives, you know, and they did grab three of them from that sort of 10 now. So holding holding steady for now. <laughs> All right. I I have almost a full thing. Uh, when I'm by myself, I don't go through toilet paper pretty fast. When I have children here, I go through toilet paper really fast because they do not know how to properly use it. They, you know, are the get a whole wad and use it. So right now I'm fine. Talk to me next week. It might not be as good. <laughs> but uh, I'm still writing. All right. Next question. Has the Idris Alba debacle already been discussed to death? Has anybody already compared it to the time Stacey Howard didn't get the point for saying James Gordon instead of Corden? Nobody ever talked about that. Has anybody else? Danny's gone by. Danny was offended. Danny by that has question. no opinion. <laughs> um, I also I don't know if I've heard anybody bring up that specific uh, comparison, but it's an apt comparison. And what makes that even funnier to me is that we've been on a trajectory in the slowdown where things have gotten much more stringent. Where back in the day it was very loosey goosey, and you could get away with stuff. But it's kind of funny that if that's the case, and I do kind of very vaguely remember that that. If that happened and she didn't get points, and that's just shows how ridiculous it was that he did get points. But it has been talked to, I think, to by most people at this point. Although I do want to see Ben go deep dive into what we didn't say. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to that for sure. All right. Next question. Are any of y'all having withdrawals from not hanging out with Action Army for the whole long person? The answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm having more withdrawals from you guys than I am from like coworkers and stuff. Like, okay, like whatever. I miss my my army fam. So definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm extremely bummed because um Houston, the Houston event, um, so Kelsey was coming out to Houston, Alex was coming out to Houston, um, a good friend of mine who is super into the Schmodown, uh Christina was coming out to Houston and there were a lot of, and I, Paul and I had our, and I'm sure Kelsey also, honestly, like and we all knew about a lot of stuff that was going on in Houston yeah. that we were all very much looking forward to and stuff like that. Paul was not going. So that was the hugest bummer about it. But um, the Houston event was definitely something that I was very much looking forward to, especially because the, like just anytime that you go into a new year, you always just kind of revisit and reevaluate things that you're doing. I, at least I do. I don't know about most people in, in your life. And I knew that Schmodown live events wasn't anything that I could do extremely recently in this new year. Like, I don't think that I would have been financially stable enough to go to a Schmodown live event until towards the end of the year. So uh, the taxes event was an event that I was very much looking forward to because I am inside of this, this, this whole thing, like, what Schmodown is a part of this community and stuff like that. So I, I genuinely wanted to be at a live event, but I knew that I could only be at a Texas live event for the foreseen future. And so to know that like, that's absolutely been taken away from me has kind has kind of been really sad about it. And it's nothing to fault against Christian or anyone else inside of the Schmodown. It's not like the, we can't, we can't blame anyone. I don't think anyone is like, I've never seen, I haven't seen anything like that at all 
which is so nice about this community because I think that this community is is one of the like oddly most respective communities <laughs> that I've seen. Like I know that there are a lot of really bad shit that is that has gone on inside of it, but when it comes to like certain things I don't know maybe it's also because this is one of the first fandoms that I've been a part of like this in Game of Thrones is basically it so um I'm bummed that I don't get to see my friends and I'm bummed that I don't get to see Kelsey and Alex because Kelsey Kelsey and Alex are legit uh people that I have made genuine friends with and these are people who we don't we don't live in the same we're not anywhere (laughs) we can't even visit for a weekend like we're so far away that like we can't even be like hey I'm gonna go to Utah for (laughs) this weekend and hang out let's do this yeah yeah no problem at all none none at all love you boo oh my gosh love you so much so we don't really get to do that so i do miss my friends i do miss a lot of this community and getting to see people who um i never who i genuinely only get to see like once maybe twice a year so for sure i'm just i need my fam i can't wait until we can finally be together again all right question for danny in particular uh, if you enjoy Song of Ice and Fire, do you listen to Casterly Talk podcast with Ken Napsock? I do. I I have listened to uh, Casterly Talk. Casterly Talk is great. Um, I haven't necessarily been um, as active inside of the community as I want to be very recently. So, but Casterly Talk was one of the pot. Like when I was super deep into it, Casterly Talk was one of the podcasts that I would listen to the most. Um, if I had to suggest anything at the moment, there are a couple of pods that are not directly coming. Girls Gone Canon. Girls Gone Canon is a great podcast to listen to. Um, they do character analysis, so they go character chapter by chapter. So think of like Jon Snow, which they've mm-hmm. already done. So they'll take Jon Snow and they'll analyze and evaluate every chapter from uh game of thrones storm of swords clash of kings etc etc and Mm -hmm. go in that order and they do it character by character um the not not a podcast um which is a play off of george rr martin's not a blog on live journal which he still does which is amazing (laughs) so if you're a big fan of a song of ice and fire and you know anything about live journal or if you want to be updated on anything george rr martin go to livejournal.com slash not a blog and that is uh, George R. R. Martin's actual personal live journal. But you will mostly find rants about the Giants on there or the Jets. Like the Giants or the Jets. You will find rants <laughs> about that on there mostly. Uh, but he does give out uh, recent information about what he's doing with the books mm-hmm. and different things like that. But the Not a Podcast is one of my absolute favorite favorite things uh brendan b fish uh is someone who has been in the community for a long time and um i'm very sorry that the other host's name is not coming to me at the very moment uh no one else would know it i don't think anyone in the chat would know it but um 
gosh, it's not, it's like, it's right on the tip of my tongue, but I just can't, I just can't get it out. But that's the, that's the best a Song of Ice and Fire podcast that you can go through. And they do a chapter by chapter analysis and review of A Song of Ice and Fire. So they've been going since A Game of Thrones. And I think they're in A Clash of Kings right now. They have not gotten to the Red Wedding yet. So if anything, because I'm very much on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are into A Song of Ice and Fire, absolutely check out that podcast. Uh, they're very fun to listen to. Um, it's great. It's great. That's all. That don't get me started talking about Game of Thrones because that's the ultimate Danny rant. So. <laughs> well, I love you hearing you talk about it because I mean I'm a big Game of Thrones guy. Yeah, I like Game of Thrones too. Preston Jacobs. I'm sorry, Jack Manaheim in the comment just in the comment section. I just saw it right now talking about Preston Jacobs. Preston Jacobs absolutely does have wonderful Game of Thrones content. He does do a review commentary with um bad film or bad game reviews i can't think of that person's name and channel name because i don't i don't i don't like his commentary i also don't like emergency awesome uh charlie i think is the name of of who that person is it's not anything against them uh red team red team reviews i think is who it is uh, so they're just kind of this weird, pretentious, like super jerk, sort of like high macho machismo sort of thing, which if, if you're into that content, then de- like if you like Joe Rogan, you might like this guy for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie from Emergency Awesome just always kind of um, is like anything that's a rumor. He always like when he talks about it. He talks about it like it's true, like it's an actual thing or like his opinion or his theory on something. He'll talk about it like it's a true theory and it's actual context for the show. So this is the only reason why I don't like Emergency Awesome. And there's a whole bunch of like I y'all like I was I was in the A Song of Ice and Fire slash Game of Thrones community before I was in Schmodown community. So <laughs> this is major for me don't make me talk about this don't make me talk about this all right next one what is a movie that you can watch a lot without getting sick of what dreams may come oh that's a good one that's a good one good one um i'll say the rock i never get sick of the rock at harris at his best can't get can't go wrong very cool choice i guess Kelsey. Um, guess Kelsey. Recently, yes, I have been watching that quite a bit. I'm still planning on doing my analysis of the movie on my channel, so I've been uh, rewatching it for that. But overall, over the years, something I can watch over and over again and then not get sick of is a comedy called Get Him to the Greek. (laughs) Every time I watch that movie, it's still just as funny, it's still just as ridiculous, the music still is just as good. So I have probably seen that movie 50 times and still like it every single time. So, <laughs> All right. Trying to find another question. Uh, okay. This is from Ryan. Have you watched Schmodown segments one and two? I have not. I it's, That's part of my going back to watch I need to do. Because I started watching, I think, as soon as they went to Collider is when I started watching. So that's as far back as I've seen. So I, I need to go back. Um, let's see. More questions. 
not seeing any more questions. Is that it? Are we, is that I it? Think, no one else wants to know anything? I think I see lots of conversation, but I don't think I see any more questions. Okay. All right. Well, I think that calls it a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Um, we love talking show down with you people, and we miss you when we were not on. So it's always nice to hang out. Uh, so let's tell everybody where we can find each other. Paul, where can people find you? At Paul underscore Denuzio at Twitter and uh, on the Team Action Patreon, patreon.com slash Team Action. And uh, I already plugged up my channels before, so uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's where you can find me. All right. And Danny, where can people find you? What's up, y'all? You can find me on Twitter at DannyJoy, D-A-N-I-E-E-J-O-Y. Uh, go and find me there. Go and follow me there. You can find me on the Call to Action Network every Monday uh, hosting Chill to Action with my favorite co-host, Mr. Paul Denuzio, right up there. And um, that's that's basically it. If you, um, I do have a Patreon. I do have a coffee. Uh, my Patreon is extremely new. This is the first time that I've ever stated it out loud. That was an accident. Uh, <laughs> it. It's there. It's around. Um, and that's it. I do have a YouTube channel that's hard to find because I don't have a custom URL yet. So, yeah. All right. And you can find me, Kelsey, at Kelseykins90 on Twitter and Instagram. I also run the Call to Action podcast Instagram, so you can interact with me there. T Public, we have merch. Check it out. Uh, and I have my own channel that's going. I also don't have a custom URL yet, but if you search my name, I seem to be the top thing that comes up. So just click on my face. And subscribe if you can. I cover video. I play video games. I cover trailer reactions, and my main focus Harley Quinn related material. So I am doing a weekly spoiler and non spoiler review of the animated show from DC Universe. So if you are interested in Harley Quinn at all or DC content in general, please check me out. All right. Well, thank what you. you need? What do you need for a custom URL for YouTube? Is it a hundred subscribers. Hundred subscribers. So 100 subscribers. hashtag. KK100. Okay, yeah. So if you, get, <laughs> if you can get Kelsey to 100 and subscribers Dan. and me to 100 and Paul, or is Paul there? Yeah. Projects has 99 right now. Okay. So, Paul, 99. okay. All of us, we would really like 100 subscribers. So We're subscribed already. So, yes. if you have not subscribed, do it right now. Uh, <laughs> Good content. Because Paul needs one more. And Kelsey and I, if you subscribe to, if you're subscribed to one of ours, Subscribe to the others, please. The rest of us? I don't know. Yeah, I need 68, I think. <laughs> okay. So. All right. Well, thank yeah, you guys so much for joining us. I love you all, and see you next time. There it is. I just plugged it for you guys. There's mine. If you want to wait a second, I'll actually yeah. get your guys. Okay. Too. All right. Waiting for a second while Paul posts some links. That's my oh. posting the links to our channels. Yeah. So yeah. Um, make sure that you go and subscribe to them. Um, Kelsey already has content out. Paul already has content out. And my content should be out sometime soon this week. Yay. Crossing Can't fingers. Can't that wait. Second one was Danny's, and this is going to be Kelsey. Awesome. There you go. So, PLD Projects, Danny Ramirez. And Kelsey Kirkland. All right. Well, thank you for that, Paul. I appreciate it. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we will see you next time. Yes. Bye. Take care, guys. Bye.